Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Play Pause Podcast. Today is December the 15th of 2020, which will be our second last podcast of the year. Uh, joining me today, I have Alex. Yo, what up? It's and uh, yeah. we're actually doing this remotely. We're not uh, sitting in the same room for once doing this. We're practicing social distancing in anticipation of potentially actually having a family Christmas this year. Well, you are. I'm I am. Not. <laughs> i'm uh yeah I, I i don't have family hey i'm just I'm kidding family. <laughs> i'm just kidding i my families are too far away fair or enough they choose or old one or the other whatever you want to call it so yeah this is kind of an experiment for us we've never done uh any kind of recording remotely like this before so we'll find out if it's any good if it works who knows? We don't know what the vibe is going to be like. Maybe we never want to go back to in-person. I doubt it. I mean, I find this a lot easier. I don't have to look at your silly face. Burn. You have to smell Suck your it. silly face. Yeah. What? I don't know. Or I know we don't <laughs> sit that close together. <laughs> um, I apologize for the echo on my side. I don't have the best acoustics in my setup, so clearly I have some work to do. Yeah, figure it out, Matt. Jeez. Trying. I'm trying. Oh, um, man. Yeah, there's been there's been some fun. I mean, especially after uh, last week's podcast where it was very dominated by the Game Awards and uh, Disney's massive amount of um, announcements, 50 plus <laughs> announcements last Thursday. Um, we had a bit of a quieter weekend. There's still some news that uh, I think we can talk about when it comes to gaming and tech and TV and movies. But uh, overall, I think we can kind of get back to our regular format, kicking things off about The Mandalorian. Second last sure. episode. What were your thoughts? Let's do it. Uh, it was good. I mean, it was good. I, again, I don't have much more to add to that. You know, it was, it's interesting. I always like Star Wars kind of stuff like that with the Empire being involved and stuff like that. Um, it was cool. You know, we saw the original Night King, uh, the guy who plays, uh, the, the Colonel or whatever, what he was. Yeah. It was the original Night King in the first like few seasons, and then they replaced him later on with the Norwegian guy for the final. But uh yeah, it was uh it was good. I mean Bill Burr is, you know, Bill Burr. I mean uh he uh he's it's interesting that they kept using him because he hates Star Wars. Yeah, he's always I, I, I caught about something I, I caught something Star recently Wars. about that where he, he wasn't a big fan of Star Wars, and it's only until he's been actually acting it that Star Wars was like redeemed for him, I guess is the, the message well, I the, saw. From what I, I watched an interview where he was like, Yeah, he always ripped on Star Wars and still does because he hates it. And then uh he met John Favreau uh through somebody and he was like, I'm writing this part for you in the show I'm taking over and whatnot. And he's like, okay. I mean, you know how much I hate this stuff, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So he did it. He's like, well, after he read the script, he's like, if I read the script, I, I would have came to them doing this because he didn't expect it to be what it was. It's not the same as traditional Star Wars movies. Yeah. Where it's, you know, there's no plot. There's no, there's plot, but there isn't, you know, there's so much going on, but it's so fastly moved. You know, it's like the pace is just so quick in it. But yeah, you're never sitting on one one storyline at any given time for very long. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, well, now if I knew it was doing the spaghetti Western kind of thing, I would have been signing up right away. But, you know, <laughs> he's happy that he's doing it now, I guess, for the most part. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it. I still was very caught off uh, by Bill Burby and cast in general. Just like I, I can't think of um, very many like ding things he's done. Obviously, I've seen his stand up. I've seen him on on um, comedy shows, but th- this is definitely the first like time I've seen him really exercising those acting muscles. I, I don't know. Have you seen him in anything else before? No, I don't even know his comedy. I just know he exists. I don't watch a lot of stand up comedies to be honest anymore. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I knew he existed, but that's really all I know about him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, on from that though, some some uh, a big big moment uh, happened uh, this season or this episode. Uh, spoilers again for anybody who hasn't watched. Uh, you should know by now. That's what we're gonna do. Um, the mask came off. He showed yeah, his face. Was, well, that's not the first time we've seen it. It's the first time but... we've seen his face. No, no. They show it at the beginning in the first season uh, when uh, the robot, he's the first person. It's the first time he's taken off his mask in front of people. But because uh, the last time for him to heal, they had to take the mask off in the first season in that final battle. And the robot had to heal him. But since he, the robot was not a human, he could do it. OK, I see. I see. Do you not remember that? uh it, it's it's it is coming back to me now you're right yeah it was the robot that saw him at the during the battle when they were hunkered down in that building trying to find yeah. a way out yeah yeah so i mean it, it's the, the the scene like the face reveal wasn't as big for me um but obviously because we've already seen it but the the fact that he was taking it off from so many people yeah, kind of yeah. Big, and how long it was off for yes it was kind of a big deal but you know when you're t- when it just shows his desperation of what he needs to get done yeah, and I mean, we we saw him vulnerable. You know, he he doesn't have his his fancy armor. Um, so first, you know, he loses his ship in the previous episode. Now he's lost his armor. He's lost um, Grogu. He's very well, he vulnerable right now. Well, he didn't in that scene. Yeah, he didn't well, lose in that the scene. Armor. He, he had to go it. with. He, he had, had to go without the armor, yeah. right? You know, he's he's, yeah, yeah. he's defending their their transport, highly <laughs> highly volatile transport, um, using this uh, you know stormtrooper type armor um and he's on top of it defending it from from uh raiders uh trying to blow it up and you know he, he takes a couple hits on the arm you see the armor falling off right away and you, you can see he's sore he's not used to this he's used to just being able to deflect parry things just with the armor he doesn't have to think too much about it and he yeah, definitely exactly. entered into a much more gritty gritty fight there but i i think it's very symbolic of just the the lead up to the end of the season where you know again like he doesn't have his ship anymore. He's having to do things without his armor. He's having to do things without uh, Grogu. It's 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 a very raw um, time for him. And, you know, to cap it off with taking off the helmet and showing it in front of people like that, like he is really, really moved very far away from the, the character we saw when the show kicked off. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what they do. I mean, the whole how it's turned around from last season. I mean... He's hunting the child now more so, I guess, and that Moff Gideon has him. And uh, it's well, let's talk about the uh, the statement he made to to Gideon um, over the, the the hologram that he sent him. Yeah, it was basically word for word for what Gideon said to him, right? So, and it was supposed to show that how desperate he is to get the child back as well. So you better watch your back. Yeah, it was just like a very intense line, you know. We've never seen him so determined at all in this show before. Yeah, or as uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um Yeah, he just seemed as more um I don't know. Anyways, 
Yeah, because he was trying to show off the same tendency as Gideon was trying to give to him. Like that whole episode was basically the at least the end part. I mean, the whole if you want to compare it to last season, it was basically like the season finale of last season, um, where the back and forth. And I think they did that on purpose, obviously, with the whole speech plus the mask, the face coming off. Yeah, there's just a lot of elements of the same thing from that episode. Obviously, that was mm-hmm. on purpose for to show the how much has progressed in that situation now how the roles have kind of reversed but not really um we'll see we'll see what happens this week coming up um i don't think they're gonna i i don't know what's gonna happen it's hard to say because all right i don't well, think well, let's w- break it down by the 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 big things that the the big questions that i think is gonna be on everybody's mind do you see him getting Grogu back. I think they have to. I mean, like, I have no faith in TV anymore that <laughs> uh that they won't just leave us on a cliffhanger and then the next season's all about getting him back. Sure. But I feel like at a marketing point of view, you kind of have to get him back. Um I don't think they'll kill off Moff Gideon right away. He's just such a big actor splash character that they need that villain. Um, unless this is opening up to something bigger that we don't know. Um, but I think the only option, the other option they can have at this point, at this being in before, during the New Republic, I think they're going to save for Ahsoka anyways. So, uh, the TV show Ahsoka. So, I don't know. I think he'll get Grogu back, I think, or in some capacity. I don't think the kid's going to die. There is a possibility of that happening. Um, which would really lead to where do they go with the show if they get killed the kid off? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is possibility because I mean, how long can this kid be alive if there's no other Jedi's? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, technically, he'll never become a Jedi because there's nobody to turn him into a Jedi because it has that we're aware initi- of. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's more of an initiation situation. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my thought. I don't know. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I'm I'm going back and forth on my head. Like, obviously, it's going to come to a head. We know Mando is going to get close in proximity. We know he's going to see. Well, I I think it's it's a very high likelihood that he's going to at least have a visual on Grogu. But whether or not he manages the rescue, or if if he comes close, but it's kind of like a close but no cigar. You know, like Gideon took the the fall at the end of the first season. So is he going to really take the second fall as well? Or is this his opportunity to kind of like this, this almost crush any hope that Mando and his small crew has, you know, they, they think they've got momentum. They think they're going to be able to take the fight to, um, to the first order and, uh, or the, the remnants of the empire anyway. And uh, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks that it's not going to end well for Mando and crew. Well, like I said, I think it's going to be what a hell of a cliffhanger again. I mean, last season wasn't, but like. I I just have a feeling I know they didn't do it with Ahsoka and they didn't do it with Bo-Katan, but like obviously Bo-Katan's going to come back in this episode that has to. I mean, unless they're going to build it that season. Be, even, that that could be like a, I, I think that could be like a, you know, if, if things don't go well, you know, um, it could end with Mando. Um, in in shambles, and he he kind of winds himself going to Bo Katan to get that that support that he needs. You know, like well, the thing is, like direction. 
well, the thing is, like, for me, I see it as Poketan wants the the dark saber, which Gideon yes, has. Yes. So, knowing that, I don't know. Well, obviously, no one knows that he really has it other than now than Grogu does. But I and obviously, yeah, Poketan assumes that he has it. Right. Um. So, if he's going after him, and she and he knows that she needs to get to him. The only option is to get her to help, but we'll yeah, see how I, it goes. Because I mean, it could be a whole arc for next season. We're not going to well, see yeah next season until Christmas next year. So that's that's what I'm anticipating. Is it, we're going to see? I think I think the the pieces have been put in place for Mando to use his staff to fight the dark saber. Um, I think you know that's kind of what everybody's been waiting for since the dark saber was unveiled last season. Um, so I think we'll see that one on one duel. I don't know. I, I I don't have a good feeling that it's going to end well for Mando. And uh, I think, you know, his armor may be damaged. We may see um, him much worse off than we've ever seen him before. And it's going to be a rebuilding phase for him starting next season and working with Bo-Katan to really get back at Gideon, get Grogu um, saved. That's my predictions. Well, that would be interesting. It's hard to say. I mean, there's so much they can do and how much they won't do. Knowing, you know, the internet. I know Disney itself, because there's so much into leaving a cliffhanger, especially when you know it's coming back to a season. Um, Yeah. But I mean, that's a full year from now, almost. Right. So like they announced this week or last week that it would come out on Christmas Day next year. Right. So, I mean, they have a lot of time to build an epic season, but hopefully next season, they also one thing, my biggest problem with this is that they make unified episodes like at least make them a like you know stay like either pick a time frame 48 mm. minutes or 30 pick your time like don't just keep <laughs> bouncing us around and just i understand that's where the writing comes from and stuff but yeah it's it's tough because i mean like i i obviously love when the episodes are longer um but if you're going to do 30 minutes i kind of agree like stick to 30 minutes and then you know do like a an extended finale or something along those lines exactly like figure yourself out but <laughs> i mean it's working for them now so i don't see them truly changing much but you never know and like like how much is uh how much fanfare are they gonna really play into it anymore right like they brought in boba fett they brought in bo katan and ahsoka how much more can they play into that also with especially yeah, I mean, in the season's finale yeah yeah uh, i know what you're saying um yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see where things go. I know there's a trailer up that kind of does a wrap up of the season. I think there is a bit of a teaser for the final episode. I, I don't know how you feel about it. I kind of I'm enjoying being in the dark, not seeing previews ahead week to week. Um, I kind of like going into it a bit blind. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm either here or nor there. I don't actually want like, I didn't see it. When I see the word recap, I'm like, I'm not watching that. I know the season. Like, yeah. I mean, I've like, I don't understand recaps, to be honest. I get it. If it's like a year like i would watch a recap of season one right before i watched season two because mm-hmm. it was been a year right i get that but an ep- a season that you've just watched that hasn't really taken a break at all and it's only eight episodes to me don't need it unless obviously it's all they're marketing putting... right oh i get why they do it like it is it's, it's obviously there's a there's there's no reason not to do it but I just, I just, for me, it's not there, so I don't watch it. Um, I didn't see the preview before it, so 
if there is anything in it. Um, we'll see. We will uh, for see. me, yeah, I, I just don't need to watch it. Um, sticking with the Star Wars theme for a minute, I uh, I checked out on Disney Plus the Star Wars Lego uh, Christmas special or Life Day special, I guess. Oh yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, the other week. <laughs> you know, I think it's it's really important for any fans of the of the Skywalker series to watch it. It really explains how certain things get connected. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, it was interesting. I don't know. I I, I mean, obviously, it was children for children. I get that. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, some of these things are just <laughs> why? I know. I know. It was fun. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I I enjoyed seeing Ray go around and, you know, see all those classic moments. But no, it, it was just like a short little fun thing to watch, uh, you know, supplementary material. Um, yeah, it's something to do. Comical. Yeah, that, that's all. There's nothing serious about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was OK. I mean, it was, you know plot was obviously weak as hell but the question is like i've seen it when it came out a lot of questions were like how much of this is gonna be canon now because vader knows about the future and all that stuff but obviously it's a lego thing so is it actually gonna be part of it you oh, know definitely <laughs> <laughs> and you know you got you got poe there who definitely sounds like oscar isaac i think they only had two or three people that are actually the characters. Yeah. I know Mich- uh how was her name? Rose, the person who played Rose did yep. her voice. Yep. Obviously they had um C3PO come back. Mm-hmm. Um and I really think that's it. Cuz obviously yeah. it wasn't Ray, obviously. It wasn't Ewan McGregor, it wasn't Hayden Christensen. It wasn't any mm-hmm. of the big names obviously, but and obviously not. Yeah. Poe, I don't think they can afford him anymore either. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through. They did get uh, Billy D. Williams to do Lando. Yeah, he only said like three things. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking through. I'm not recognizing a lot of other uh, mm-hmm. actors here that did the voices. Yeah, it was all over the place. But uh, yeah, it was okay. Um, Yeah, Star Wars is just, uh, we'll see where they go with the next few years, because they have a lot of things they promised, and how much they're going to do it with Patty Jenkins taking over Rogue Squadron, Squadron, oh my god. <laughs> can, can you say uh, Squadron? Squadron. Um, so that's based on uh, the squad that Luke Skywalker flo- flew with. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a lot of talk, are they going to put him in the show, in the, in the movie, or, right. or are they going to take him out, or... And then there's the talk is it it has to be a direct sequel to Rogue One because of the rogue sound, like the rogue name. But okay, okay. Because that's where the story of Rogue Squadron got named was the story of the squad of Rogue One. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Like, people are theorizing. Rogue Squadron goes on to live beyond just that one mission, you know? So, no, like, but like, like that's what they're saying where that's where the name came from was because because Rogue One. Sure was what the crew was called, right? So. I mean, we already know that story, you know? Like, we know the story of Rogue Squadron, for the most part. I mean, yes, could they go into the backstory? Sure, building up to the uh, the first mission to save... Uh, um, which planet were they saving? Was it Alderaan? No, Alderaan gets blown up. Alderaan, Alderaan gets gone. blown up as a point, yeah. They're not really saving any planets. Yeah, it's the race to save the planet that the Rebel base is located on. Otherwise, they get blown up. Man, I don't remember. I thought they would just destroy the Death Star. 
<laughs> yeah, but if if you remember where like um all of the uh the mission center was, they were like counting down the seconds to when the Death Star was about to fire on the planet they were on. I thought that was the third I was Return of the Jedi they knew where they were. They they knew twice. Because I thought they were all in space when doesn't matter. Anyways. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. They have so much going on. They got Ahsoka, they got Rogue Squadron in the movie, directed by Patty Jackets, who did uh, Wonder Woman yeah. 1 and 2. Um, the director of Ahsoka, or uh, Obi-Wan, sorry, will be has, did the episode of Mandalorian. She's the, the assassin in... in uh, no, that's not right. Am I right? Oh, man, we're killing this today. Um... <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, Star Wars has got a lot to come for the 2022. Yavin 4, that's the planet that the hidden military base of the Rebel Alliance is located on, um, which is actually a moon. It was actually a moon. That's why I don't think they were going to blow it up. That's not the point. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, so moving on from Star Wars. (laughs) Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah, no, we can move on. Until we ruin our own credibility from here on in. (laughs) Um, lots of, uh, there's a few other movie things. Like, I don't know if you saw the trailer for Nobody. Um, yes, of, yes. A lot of publicity right now. It's obviously they're promoting the heck about it because they want to put it in theaters. Um, but it looks interesting. I'm not a big Bob Odenkirk fan. I never really, I never watched Better Call Saul because I didn't find his character very interesting in, um, Breaking Bad, but, um, but he's apparently like people love him. So, and he's done, he was an executive producer on Simpson episodes. He wrote for the Simpsons when Conan was there. Yeah. And, yeah. I, uh, I watched the first season of better call Saul. I've been told by many, I should have continued cause it just got better and better. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean like, like you, I wasn't like, I wasn't like his biggest fan of his character in breaking bad, but I could certainly see the appeal. And I, I did enjoy that first season. Um, but no, like looking at this trailer, like it, it truly is like the John wick, but, more towards like the everyman it seems at least until you get a little bit further into the trailer yeah i mean it's not a plot we haven't seen before where he was like a military like black ops person and trying to get a whole life it it seems a bit more though yeah i would hope so um i mean it is produced by the same people who do john wick so uh we'll see a lot of that element i'm sure um it looks interesting we'll see they're promoting it like crazy i've seen ads for it everywhere so I can only imagine they're putting a lot of money into it and a lot of, so should be interesting to watch. I scan, like, I don't think we'll be seeing it in theaters, even though it says it's only in theaters, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, something I, it, it is funny always going back and seeing these, um, non-traditional action stars in these action blockbusters, you know, like going all the yeah. way back to, to die hard with Bruce Willis, who at the time was not a movie star, was not known for action. He was much more of like a, a romance kind of tv sitcom actor and, and then you know just delivers this amazing action role and here we've got you know um bob odenkirk and you know not somebody i would traditionally expect to see as like an action star and it definitely looks like he's slimmed down you know he's gotten a bit more in shape and it looks like fun it looks like it'll be a good one i'll, I'll watch it if it's ever on netflix um because <laughs> i ain't paying for crap anymore <laughs> no, that's not true. I'll pay for it. Um, other movie news: Wonder Woman. The opening scene is in. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, Warner Bros. and HBO Max put it up. 
I mean, it basically is just a trailer. Like you watch the first five minutes, like not five minutes, it's like two minutes, and then it goes into a trailer for the movie. So it's still interesting. Feel about you... like uh, like a clip, especially the opening of a movie. Like I I struggle with that. Like I I want to go in and I want to see everything as it was intended. You know, the opening going into the next, and I I feel like that's just such a tease. Well, yeah, I want like we won't know how much of it is the actual opening scene. Like if they put anything else in it, it's the first, like how much they edited of that scene. You know what I mean? Until we see the movie. It's just a little, it's hard to say. Like I've watched it. It doesn't really do anything for me. So it doesn't really do anything of the plot of, uh, wonder woman. So you don't really see any, anything. I just, I don't even know why they really showed this scene in the first place. Cause it's all, it's all based on, yeah, or whatever the, uh, Hymenia, whatever the heck it's called. I don't even remember what Island of the Highlands called. Um, mostly because I don't want to try to pronounce it. Because um, I will butcher it royally. <laughs> um, so, but that's where it is. And she's like, you know, 12 years old at the in the episode, in the scene. And it's kind of like uh, just trying to show off her power. You don't even get to see it, though. It cuts off right before she does anything. Uh, and then it goes into the kind of trailer part. Obviously, to try to save like some of the more actiony stuff for it, yeah, for the movie. So, um, the ratings for the movie have come out from from some of the people who've already seen it. It's getting a good solid eight out of there on okay. most things I've seen. So, people are loving it. People are saying it's a very good, uh, you know, calm movie that you know, not calm, but you know what I mean. Like it's not outrageous or anything. It's just a fun movie to watch. So. It's good for, you know, an action film for a superhero film. So, you know, I'm excited to see it if I can see it. Not sure how I'm going to see it, but I hope I get to see it. Do you, somehow. Do you want to do you want to see it, Alex? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course I want to see it. I like Wonder Woman. Her story is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't the, enjoy the Gal Gadot as like I, I always have a problem with casting, but I mean, also I'm a DC guy, right? So like it's like when everyone else has ca- castings for any character that they, they really read into it's hard to see that person as anybody else than what they remember as but yeah i, I get that i i mean like it, that's that's almost the fun part about when they make these movies and tv shows you get to see what somebody's take on it is right and sometimes yeah. you're pleasantly surprised and sometimes it's just like no that didn't really that didn't work why 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 did they do that and you know, the first Wonder Woman was good. I think she did a good job with the character. Um, you know, I, I do. I think that there's um, other ways of portraying Wonder Woman, certainly. But I, I had no problem with her portrayal. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I just it's like I have more issue with Jason Momoa than I do, obviously, with Gal Gadot. But uh, it's just I mean, it's just it is what it is. At you least know? she's trying to portray a character and not just playing herself. Well, we don't know who she is. Maybe she is. <laughs> she's from over that she's from that side of the world what where side of the world where you assume that place would be um she's she's from israel so you would think that uh um they'd be close to the mediterranean right is that where that close to that where it's supposed to be located on earth yeah where is it supposed to be for located it's supposed to be like greece-ish yeah that makes i would sense. assume it's not a real place, so who knows? Because um, it's a Greek... Uh, it's based off the Greek gods. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's supposed to be just off the coast of, of uh, Italy. Yeah. 
close yeah. enough. Greece is near there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. And Israel's just a little bit farther down, but, you know, it's there. <laughs> she is more of a realistic version of it than, you sure. know, just uh, an American woman. Yeah, yeah. They did a good right, job of so. not just whitewashing the role. Even though everyone else on the island is super whitewashed. Mm. Um, like her mother and the and the army queen, but that's fine. They need star power. Which is have, have they really like um, revealed yet how uh, the character Steve returns? Chris Pine's no, character. No, they're keeping that pretty quiet. But like, I assume it has to do something with the villain who's played. Funny enough, I've uh, Pascal who plays the Mandalorian. Um, he his idea is that he can grant wishes and make anything happen. Um, I don't really know much about him because I've never really seen, heard of his character before. Yeah. Again, like I've read Wonder Woman comics, but not as much as, as the other superheroes has. And I know yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. a little bit sexist, but it's just the way it is. Um, uh, like I know about Cheetah. Cheetah is Wonder Woman's nemesis, like from straight out. That's uh, sure. why they had to do her. Um, how Cheetah becomes this is kind, of, and that's how Cheetah it becomes in this movie. Is this guy grants her the wish and transfers air into a cheetah kind of thing so we'll see how it goes um yeah i mean i'm excited to check it out uh it comes out on christmas day yeah yeah on hbo max in the states or in theaters everywhere else we still don't know how we're gonna see it in canada in our area we are locked we're basically locked out so theaters are closed so we shall see hopefully uh it comes to crave in canada and we get we get that uh, affiliate. Still hasn't been that announced would yet, though. Be nice. I'm looking it up right now. I don't think it still hasn't been announced, but you, you know. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it looks like it will be for yeah, a 48 yeah. hour period, a $30 rental price. Oh. Um, although they have not specified which digital platforms will carry the film. Uh, the, the website I'm reading will stream on Bell's Crave streaming service following its standard theoretical Which windows. makes sense. Yeah, that I mean, that makes so sense. So it won't come in until after the 25th is what I'm understanding. Oh, interesting. So, so I'm, uh, I'm getting some conflicting information that came out today, but regardless, I mean... Oh, you know what? No, yeah, this, mine's this from the 19th. This is uh, mine's 11... From, from which day? Uh, the 19th of November, so that's the first Oh, this is December 11th, so... Here's yeah, probably more okay. up-to-date then. Information pending. Um, it seems like we will get a chance to stream it, whether it is for the two-day period as I'm reading or as Alex is suggesting on Crave. I mean, that could be just somebody jumping to a conclusion since HBO is available on Crave. It's hard to say. Um, yeah. But once once we know for sure, I'm sure we'll be able to announce it before uh, the 25th. Yeah, hopefully. Um, uh, moving on from that, though, today... Wolfwalkers drop, dropped on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, this is a animated film that I've been really looking forward to. It's been on my anticipated list of movies to watch. I've never heard of it, so please tell us about it. Well, it is <laughs> uh, directed by Tom Moore and Ross Stewart. Um, uh, Co-production led by Cartoon Saloon and uh, I don't want to butcher the second one, Melusine Productions. Um, it premiered at the 2020 Toronto International Film Festival. Um, beyond that, I, I really don't know a whole heck of a lot. It's got 98% of Rotten Tomatoes, so people that have seen it seem to like it. Um, I tend to I tend to be one that kind of follows the Rotten Tomato tomato meter when it comes to um, getting an idea going into a movie what I should suspect. Not that I always completely um, am 100% in agreement with it, but 
more often than not, I find it tends to line up with my general feelings. Um, Sean Bean is one of the uh, voice actors in it. I don't recognize a lot of the other uh, voices, but it looks good. The trailer had me really intrigued. I think the animation style looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, very excited to check this out. Well, you let us know how it is. It should be interesting. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not really into the whole like. I mean, I like animation films, but I've never been big into them like like you are. Um, just who I am, I don't know. We'll I enjoy some of them. To animation. I I do want to see Soul when it comes out. I don't like the fact that Jimmy Fox the voice of it, but mm-hmm. um, th- that comes out on Christmas Day on Disney Plus, so that will be fun to watch. I think, um, and I think that's obviously. It's it's made by the same people who did um, Inside Out. Yeah. So same animators, at least. So it will be interesting. Um, that's got Jamie Foxx um, as the main character. He lose, He kind of like, he dies, I guess, that his character dies, but the soul lives on to something. And mm-hmm. he's very confused on how he should be, how he's in that spot. And I guess his yeah. goal is to get come back to life. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, see how it goes. I'm kind of interested to see how that goes because hopefully, you know, I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan. There's not a lot of people I like, I guess, after realizing this. <laughs> but um, it should be good. Um, Netflix Prom came out last week um, on the 10th. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've read a lot of the reviews and people are upset. Um, Tell me about it. So Prom was one of the biggest like musicals for last in the last two years that hit Broadway. Um, obviously, when it got announced to be a movie, obviously by Ryan Murphy, who does all those kind of things, like American Horror Film, not Horror Film, American Horror History or whatever it's called. Sure. Um, and uh, he did Glee and all that stuff as well. But anyway, so everyone's just kind of upset that James Corden's in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> like everyone's like, why does James Corden have to be in every musical? movie mm-hmm. thing possible like i mean after this the failure of of uh cats you think people are like why why but i mean cats failure wasn't because of james corden no i enjoy james corden i know like you could tell you know i don't know him personally clearly you don't but i mean i wish i did i mean my clout <laughs> would be so much higher um but i have no issues i enjoy the late late show and I enjoy things that he's done. So I have mm. to get to, but I found the backlash. of him being in it was kind of funny because that's 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 not acting in yeah. my opinion like there's difference between playing a gay character and like some people may have differences with me to do with on this but there's a difference we play have a person play a gay character a straight person play a gay person than to a white person playing a black person right when people try to think in yeah. that sense um because that's really only the comparable thing i've seen a lot of people trying to compete with it but then, like, if you do that, then that eliminate like, if you only have gay people playing gay people and then straight people playing straight people, that eliminates almost everyone acting, right? Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? Like, there's a reason that 
you're an actor. Like you, you're not portraying who you are. So, yeah, exactly. Like, that, well, like that, that's kind of the whole point of that profession. Like Christian, Kristen Stewart even came out said, and she's like, "Well, if that's the case, then I wouldn't be able to do anything because she's gay, right?" So yeah, like, like then what is she completely typecast to just play roles where she plays yeah. a gay character? Like that that like, seems really short. Yeah, so me. that's why a lot of people are just like over them. Like it's up and down about it, right? Like yeah. Main, so there are some things like there's some things where it kind of makes sense and it doesn't at the same time mm-hmm. um, because they feel like there's a lot of people in that community that feel like they're being um, not represented right when it's not somebody playing that person like from their community yeah I know it's a mixed one like in that sense but like yeah I mean there's there's a lot know. to unpack with it um, yeah but I think I, I think just... at the end of the day people you, you've got to have fair distribution of acting and at the end of the day the best person who best portrays the role in the way that you're looking for is the person that you should hire. And exactly. I mean, again, well, look at the success of modern family, right? If like the main, yeah, one of the biggest yeah. actors that came out of that, I mean, he's not the biggest actor, but like, uh, the one of the most important performances. Yeah. The person who was, a, unfortunately, you know, not unfortunately, but he was, he was playing a gay character and he's straight. Yeah. Yeah. He won the most. Eric Stone Street won the most and awards. People loved him. Like exactly. There's nothing so you wrong can't with pick that. and choose your battles here. You know what I mean? Like either go forward. Like I understand. Uh, like a care. Like I. I don't really. Because like in Batwoman, um, people were upset that, you know, um, they were happy that they had uh, Ruby Rose player, but she quit. I can't remember the reason why she quit. I think yeah. there was some. I think she took on... another role or something like that. There was that, and there was some amosity on in the sure. state, like in the set and stuff. And I think she didn't feel as comfortable. Okay. Anyways, they replaced her character with a, like a new character, basically, mm-hmm. who's just taking donning on the Batwoman suit, right? Because um, they can't just re- replace. They could, but I don't think because the character is actually very, very popular character, Kate Kane. Sure. Um, so they've got a new it's actress recast. to play. To play Batwoman is yep. a new like a new character, so like it'll be oh. it's a, a bl- like a black girl who's taking. I don't know the character's name. I can't remember sure. her name, but she's. I haven't watched the show. The show comes out in January to the new season, at least to see how they transfer that because mm-hmm. the first season was all about Kate Kane, obviously, and her twin sister. So it was like, how are they going to really push this? In story, yeah, it's yeah, going to be yeah. a big, big thing. So unreal. Yeah, um, hey, that's why problem was such a big thing in the news, just because yeah, of all the pot. That's like, fair. You know, but judge for yourself. See the movie. Meryl Streep's in it. Keegan Mike and Key. Um, Andrea DeBros from Hamilton fame. She's also going to be uh, in the West Five uh, West Sides movie that's getting revived, um, and a bunch of other actors who aren't that big. Nicole Kidman's in it too, so she's kind of big. So I can't remember. I can't say not. She's not big, but it's Nicole Kidman. So, <laughs> um, moving on into into our gaming news, this is going to be probably the next bulk of that we talk about. Uh, there's quite a bit to unpack here today. Uh, a couple of releases. We've got the new um, uh, the new update for Fall Guys Winter Wonderland drops today. We're going to be checking that out uh, probably immediately after we get off this uh, this yeah. podcast. I played a couple uh, of games already while I was okay. waiting. Yeah, and it, it's fun. It's much more difficult some of them but oh, really? they've added some new interesting things that are well they're only difficult because we haven't done them 
Really? Okay, okay. Right? So they're new, so, like, so therefore you can't. You don't know how to anticipate certain obstacles. Well, I wasn't really paying attention, so I didn't read what you had to do, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, I mean, that'll help. But I figured it out, and even then, it's like, "Oh my gosh!" But some of them are really like it's all about timing, and it's just yeah. like when you have so many things come at you, like so many people trying to do the same thing, it's like you're gonna fall. There's more chances to fall than anything in this one. Okay. They really yeah. And I mean, from what I saw in the trailer uh, last week, it looks like there's a lot of ice. So your character's going to slide around. Yeah, there's a lot of there's I haven't really witnessed a lot of ice, but there's a lot of wind. There's going to okay. be a lot of like wind and kind of elements to that uh, that pushes you, slows you down, pushes you the one way that makes you fall or et cetera. Uh, or, you know, so, well, like you'll see, I won't go into too much to it for you because. I'd say play it and experience it because it's totally different for me hearing it, for me talking about it to you playing it. Yeah, but it's fun. It will be more fun with people. I mean, I think, we'll be but... we'll be jumping in in probably the next like forty five minutes, so I'm I'm excited to be checking that out. Um, yeah. another fun thing that dropped today, Among Us is coming to the Switch. Uh, it's it's actually available now on 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 the Nintendo eShop. Um, you know, after playing it for as long as we have been on you know our phones or on an iPad. I'm actually really looking forward to being able to play it with a controller. Um, I mean, I don't see, I, there's not much control to do, you know what I mean? So that's why I was like, I get it. I mean, you're like, when you're used to playing everything by the controller as it is, like, I'm I think, sure I think it's the fun. navigation for me though. Like the navigation, yeah. the, the ability to like, just press a single button to, to, to leap, to grab somebody or kill somebody. Yeah, there's something wrong really with your brain anyways, because you play inverted. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no it'll be interesting for sure it'll be definitely a different feel i mean I, i'll be able to see the whole screen while i'm doing things you know yeah, <laughs> you know I, I the nice thing with the switch is it does has it does have a touch screen so when it comes to doing the the uh activities the 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 missions that you have the tasks that you have as as somebody on the ship um or in the level you can still do those things as intended uh, but just the the overall control of the character i think for me um i don't enjoy using a fake uh, joystick on a screen i would much rather uh have a, a physical controller so i'm I'm excited for that i i do want to try it out um probably the next time i play among us that is going to be the way i play it fair enough did it say it was cross-platform i don't even know it, it, as far as i know it's cross-play I've, I've been playing uh on ios and um with other people playing on pc at the same time so as far as i'm aware Yes, it is cross-platform, uh, but that is a good question that I will definitely have to check uh, and see if it is. Like, I can't imagine they would lock it down. To no, the switch. No, it wouldn't make sense. But you never know. You never know with these people and their money grabbing ways. <laughs> um, what else we got? Nintendo did their Indie World Showcase uh, today. I haven't yet to actually get a chance to watch it, but uh, it looks like there's uh, about 15 games that they showed off. Anything fun? Uh, the big one was uh, ports for Spelunky and Spelunky 2. Those are some popular uh, indie games that people really enjoy. And uh, it seems to be the the two big ones that people are excited about. Obviously, Among Us was announced during it as well. Um, beyond that, I, I'm not too familiar with any of the other ones. There's Fisty Fluffs, Very, Very Valet, Tunch, Cyber Shadow. Lots of little mini games. You know, these are the type of games that are perfect for the Switch because they're very light. They're very easy to just hop in and start playing. Uh, most of the games that they showed off are going to be available as late as spring next year and as early as uh, December 23rd with Super Meat Boy Forever. That sounds uh, gross. Anyways, <laughs> Meat Boys Forever, boys. 
Um, yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, I just borrowed Odyssey and Zelda from you for the first time. So yeah, I'll both of those wild. games eventually. An amazing game because I now own a Switch for some ungodly yeah, reason. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's great. Like, I mean, obviously, all I own, all I own is Mario Kart. So I've just been playing that while I watch things or mm-hmm. do other things where I don't have to do anything. So. I've always been wanting to be able to play video games and watch TV at the same time. I could do it on my phone a little bit, but those games are restricted to a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find those those big sprawling games. Like that's the nice thing about the Switch is it, it it's uh it's a console that you would typically play games on, you know, full realized games on a TV, but you get to play it on the go. And that's that's the real appeal. Yeah. Of it. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for me, I get distracted very easily because then I'll forget something that just happened on the TV. And then people are like, why are you playing video games when you're watching TV anyways? But I'm like, because I get bored just watching TV nowadays because I'm I'm the generation where we've had everything just handed to us. Not handed to us, but you know what I mean? Like, thing was just, we have to be doing something, but not doing something at the same time. Yeah. So our attention spans, we're not like the generation after ours where the attention spans smaller than ours, but they can still kick our asses in. Fortnite somehow. So just gotta get good, Alex. Stop saying that because that's not true. I am good. <laughs> I'm just not that I don't play it three hours every five every day. Uh there was a funny uh a funny uh picture that made its way out uh to the interwebs today. Um we've got the head of PlayStation Studios uh shared a picture of his uh PS5 setup. Um, and it was upside down. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, so uh, tweeted it out, you know, and, and the reason why he tweeted it was because his cat was uh, climbing up and, you know, trying to play with the characters on the Bug Snacks game. Um, oh, but yeah. the ironic bit was that because of the, the size and shape of the PS5, we, we've seen a ton of uh, PS5s uh, placed not in the correct orientation. So in this case, he's got it laying um, horizontally, but he's yeah. got it upside down where the disc uh, uh, slot is facing upward. And I, I just have to laugh because I, I remember um, being in Best Buy around the launch of the Xbox Series X. And I, I'm pretty sure I sent a photo to, of this to you, Alex, but I looked in the display case where the Series S was and it was upside down. And I was like, yeah, like, like the logos, like, clearly upside down uh there's well, a big like black vent on the top of the series s that clearly like is part of the photo so like i i just my gosh just take a moment and look at the thing <laughs> you know yeah well i mean like with the playstation there's not a lot of there's not a lot on it that can give you indication if it's upside down or not there is the logo but it's like in carved onto the one side and you only notice it if you're looking at it yeah from my point of view and so i mean it can, like, and like, if I mean, if it works, maybe we're the ones who are all wrong. Maybe he knows better than we do. Maybe, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be, and that's why we're all having issues with it. I mean, I'm not having any issues with it, but maybe that's why everyone else is having issues with it. You never know. You, never you would know. know better than us. At least you'd well, think. Well, you would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know when you know. Um, there's actually quite a bit of xbox news out today though um arc 2 which we saw unveiled at the game awards last week um it was announced that it's actually an exclusive to xbox since then um what's not clear is is it exclusive 
permanently or is this just like a timed launch exclusive i can only imagine it's going to be timed because like I, yeah it, the way it, it was, was presented Most people I play. Yeah, I, like, I I think this is just something that you know Microsoft. really in need of getting those it might have been rise no yes because no it's the second one i think rise because i had to wait because i had to wait a while to play it yeah right rise of the tomb raider was the second one and i was like i think it might be the third one because i remember the first one being so good the second one was okay but i was just like why would they do that you're alienating people who love this game all over the place right like i get it. it it was a business decision by the company but Hmm. why even release it again later then why even release the first i mean business is business i understand it but still it's annoying as heck like just release it to everyone or keep it one way all the time like from the beginning but i mean like uncharted never switched consoles like it's still not on the pc it's still Mm -hmm. not on xbox and that's the biggest i one of the best game series of all time and yeah. uh, I mean, some of them have like the the best for me, the best series of all time, obviously, was Mass Effect. And that generated on the Xbox and PC first. It eventually yeah, came to yeah. the play. It was always cross prop. Like you could always. Well, get Bioware, Bioware was but, a like primarily developing games for for the PC. PCs for a long time. Yeah. And then when the Xbox came out, you know, um, Xbox running DirectX, it was very similar to develop for as it was for a Windows PC. So, you know, when games like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic were coming out, it naturally made sense for them to to get it onto the Xbox. But yeah, yeah. you know, by the time EA came around, it was like, no, we, we want it on everything. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of EA, they just spent a stupid amount of money on go to on um on a company to get racing games, which I find hilarious. Which racing um, game? Uh, so it's the dirt they got. Uh, the company, the, the company they got was called uh, oh, Codemasters. Um, Codemasters, yeah. Interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah, so they bought it for one point two billion dollars, mm-hmm. which is crazy. They outbid somebody else for it. And the reason I mean, Codemasters went with them is because they figured that with EA, they have more opportunity to get out more, which makes mm, sense because EA yeah. is very big on cla- like making sure everything goes everywhere. Um, yeah, it looks like I so, just, you know, they get Dirt, Dirt Rally, Grid, F1. Project Cars is the, I think, the one that is most um, most uh, intriguing because that's something that, you know, I'm reading Codemasters just acquired in 2019. But... Project Cars, they just released a new version that did not do well. And it, it was such an upset because the, the one that had come out previously was amazing. And a lot of really serious um, sim racers thought, you know, the Project Cars games were fantastic. And then, you know, they just released one earlier this year and it it really 
was not a very good game. Um, and I'm, I'm curious if maybe it was part of that launch that that led to Codemasters looking to get sold. I, I'm, I'm I have intrigued. no idea, but the fact that $1.2 billion was the sell, yeah, they did something right or something very wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's Either they did something right or EA did something really wrong. We'll find out yeah. in time. Yeah. But that's a lot of money. I mean, granted, the gaming world is producing 10 times those numbers anyways nowadays, but mm-hmm. it's still a crazy amount of money just to buy one company that really focuses on one style of gaming. So, yeah, yeah. It's interesting um, to me. It, 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 you know, it's funny. More news about EA. EA Play was scheduled to launch today on uh, Game Pass for PC, Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, it did not release today. And in fact, instead, there was an update saying it is not going to be available until early next year now. Well, that's um, a big that's a big problem for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm that curious. It, it must have been a big technical issue because, you know, you've got it all set to go everybody's expecting to be able to play these uh these titles on their pc through EA play and now it's just not there and you're gonna miss out for the whole christmas and uh new year's time off break so that's a that's a bit of a hit yeah i mean also maybe they just found something that you know they saw what was happening with cyberpunk and they were like you know what let's not try to get that press right now and like so we don't see mistakes and let's try to make sure it's perfect to get out so they don't have to send money back or whatever because when well, we dive into cyberpunk, this is a big deal. I mean, for, we, we might for as well, because, uh, you know, speaking of money back, um, there is there's some big news happening with cyberpunk right now. Obviously, uh, a lot of people are really upset with the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game. Basically, from what I've been reading, nearly unplayable and not unplayable, but so buggy that it is not enjoyable to play. Um, it does not live up to, you know, the release of a AAA title um and so the initial update really led you know people to believe that playstation and uh, microsoft xbox they would be um doing refunds and uh even cyberpunk said if you need help with it you know you can reach out until the 21st of december i don't know what is about the 21st of december because well like it's gonna be announced that they're doing (laughs) updates right so yeah like I think that's obviously one thing you want to do because people bought it for people for Christmas. So yeah, you don't want to yeah. Get that out there as well. Updates but... are coming. Well, but not until January. They they don't have anything ready to go until January, and then a second. Well, they update did say in the release that they were releasing one this week. What uh, that means, I, I don't. I don't know. think that was the the one uh, intended for the console fixes, though. I think those, from what I read, were scheduled for January and February. Uh, two big patches. Um, but he, here's here's the real kicker. Uh, today. There was a clarification, and I'll put that in quotations. Um, uh, CD Projekt Red clears up misconceptions, says no special refund policy in place for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, what? <laughs> like, how, how do you go on to say that, hey, like, you're encouraging people to go for refunds and you're going to help out, but then to come back and say there's no, there's been no special um, case made for this? Like, we already know that games aren't really refundable. So, what are you talking yeah. about, CD Projekt Red? Like, well, this PlayStation is has already given out, game, given out refunds. So, I yeah. think the idea is that they're not going to give the refunds to PlayStation. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't it's, know. It's a little weird. It's 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 a for a game that was delayed so many times. Mm-hmm. Another delay may have not hurt them. Or it could have really hurt wow. them. But like, has this hurt them more? It's really the question. Well, is, it, is the delay 
would a delay be worse than the the the, the feedback they're getting now? Here's the thing that's bothering me about it is, you know, we're seeing all these posts saying like, oh, you know, we should we should have caught the signs that it wasn't going to be ready for for the PS4 and Xbox One release. And and uh, we apologize for for misleading that we didn't show off gameplay from the consoles. We were only ever showing gameplay from the PC. It's like, but you've marketed it this entire time as a game that's coming out on consoles and PC. So at what point? Do you sit there and say like, like there's there's, no, there's no excuse. Is, you know how it played. Like, <laughs> if you, that was your problem, you were you were only promoting it to play on consoles, and like, yes, you were only showing the PC version, but you were saying that's how it's going to look on the new next gen. You still haven't released the next gen versions yet. Well, exactly. Yeah, and it's not just here. like, so why am I enticed? I luckily I haven't bought it yet, but uh, I mean, granted, I would get the free upgrade, and if I did, I would assume it's a free upgrade. Yes, 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 that has been announced. But uh, like, I don't want to. But like, I feel bad for the people. Like, you have you seen the pictures of between the Xbox and the PC and the PS4? It's just like that's so bad. Like, and, and you know, I I have heard. To be fair, I have heard that if you're gonna buy the console version and you have a next generation console, it's actually not. It's not that bad. It does play much smoother on a PS5 and on an Xbox Series X I'm compared sure to does, yeah. the previous generation. But like you're still not getting the 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 you're not getting to take advantage of a game developed for those platforms. You're you're yeah. playing an old game that's just running on better hardware is really well. It's just, yeah, it's like that. It's like, come on now. Like, granted, they've stepped up, so they haven't really you know, looked at it for those two systems. But like, yeah. you know, that's where most of your plant fan base was buying your systems. Yeah. Look at it. Try yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I don't understand it, how you missed that point. Like, that's such a, especially with something you've promoted for years. Oh, it, it was the you most anticipated one of game the biggest of this act, year. One of the big, biggest actors right now, right? Like, yeah. to promote yeah, it for you. Such a shame. In it, I'm, I'm still excited to play this game. Um, I, I I've heard great things about those who are playing it. Like it, it is a really good game despite the bugs. Um, it's just so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate that we have to talk about this hugely anticipated title that like, I'm sorry, you, you can't go now and release words saying, Oh, we should have seen the signs that it wasn't ready for console. You knew, you knew it. There's a reason you didn't show gameplay off of the console. There's a reason yeah. you chose not to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't, well, don't, then don't the question is where, where did the pressure come from to release it? Do you know what mm. I mean? Like who, yeah. who there's I mean, like there's gotta be some developers who are like, yeah, let's not release this yet. Yeah. Can't do it yeah. yet. But somebody obviously pressured to release it, I would assume. I would assume it's obviously the PlayStation and Xbox guys who are like, Sure. We have the system coming out. We need games for it. Push it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's gonna be like I'm still gonna wait, play it until it comes up for the next gen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm not really like I don't mind buying games now for the old one, but like I, I really want to use my system for its best potential. Yeah. If you're not giving me that, I don't really want to play your games yet. Yeah. That means I'm not really using the PS5 yet. Then that means I'm not using it yet. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's small games. Like today they announced that Miles Morales is now in um, 60 FPS plus. Uh, Basically, it's 4K. reaching its full potential now. Oh, nice! It was in 4K before, but uh, like it yeah, was yeah, hitting yeah. that before. But you had to pick, uh, choose between fidelity or performance. Yes. But now they've released it where you can do all of that together. Oh wow! 
So uh, I forget what the actual phrase they used, but so now I can, if I played it now, it'd be perfect. Like it was yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. before, but like, like that game really shows what PlayStation can do. So hopefully when these games like Valhalla and all these games start coming out with their next gen versions that they can pull the same things with it. Hmm. Cause again, I'm waiting to buy like the Assassin's Creed Valhalla when the, then free like it is out there i don't know if they're going to do more with like a huge upgrade for the ps5 yep and the xbox series x but hopefully they will um and hopefully we see horizon by the end of the summer but i don't know i think it'll probably be a christmas thing next year Mm. those are the kind of games i'm really waiting for and hopefully cyberpunk fix their problem and i hope 20 when we get to 2077 we won't be we'll be very old (laughs) We won't be talking about Cyberpunk 2077 anymore. Well, that and that the world looks like that, kind of. Well, maybe we don't need the drugs and the <laughs> yeah. robotic arms, but the cars yeah, would yeah. be nice. And the Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Mafia is already here, so I don't think it's going anywhere. Fair, fair. Um, we got some other news. Uh, today, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo um, released uh, a joint set of principles um, all about their shared commitment to safer gaming. Uh, so that's the that's the title that it was posted under. Um, so in general, they're going to be focusing on um, making just gaming a safer place for gamers of all ages. Um, so f- their first step is in terms of prevention, um, which is all about educating players and parents about uh, parental safety controls. We've definitely seen some um, movement on this over the last year. I've noticed there's been, um, there's an Xbox family app. There is a Nintendo family app. I'm not sure about PlayStation. I haven't looked into that one yet, but um, there's definitely more and more uh, ways for, for parents to get involved and know um, what is available and being able to set some, some, I hate the word restrictions. I know that's technically what it is, but really just putting in some parental controls to to yeah. limit. I know um, the PS5 has parent, uh, parent controls on it. Yeah. Options, but I obviously don't need it. So, well, maybe I do. You never really know. Right? Yeah. They, I am a also child do... at heart. They're going to be partnering uh, partnering up with uh, players, law enforcement agencies, industry regulators, gaming communities uh, to advance user safety. Um, There's also responsibility, which involves complying with laws, giving players uh, proper reporting tools, making sure everyone is aware of each company's code of contact and how to return to or stay in their good graces. So, all in all, um, they're working together to make gaming safer, less toxic. Um, You know, I. It's it's such a shame every time you hear about um, uh, when a stre- streamer is playing and they get uh, swatted, um, and that is uh, you know if if you're streaming on Twitch, somebody figures out you know your address and they call the cops on you saying that yeah. you know, there's been a, a homicide or That's something. Stupid. That stuff's um, so stupid. People have died. People have died. And in some cases, the address was wrong, and then somebody died there that was completely innocent of of everything and it's just it's absolutely that's just poor 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 Um, sportsmanship in any like it's so dumb when people do that stuff it's yeah it's a video i understand like these are people's livelihoods some people who play it i mean obviously the ones who are making good money and doing well don't do that kind of stuff to people yeah yeah uh i mean money does crazy things to people but i don't know it's uh, the gaming world i'm not really like in the whole online gaming world so yeah, I think it's you just got to have fun with it. I think that's what people forget about it mm-hmm. and like go on with your friends. play it. like, I mean, you're not getting the best influence when you play games like Call of Duty and stuff like that, obviously. 
like there's that whole video that went um viral this last weekend where unquote fan and I'm playing Call of Duty things for a reason. Yeah, well, the whole video. I already know what those games, and it's not an environment that I. No, it's. Stop for me. So we're bad, that but age, you like, know what I mean? It, it's it's traumatizing as well. It can be, and for a video game, when you're doing it and, and you're enabled by it, like it, what what lessons is that? Teaching? Yeah, and then you also pull they're in the context. Should they be playing Fortnite at that point? Like kids these days, Fortnite's yeah. the biggest thing. It's like a cartoon you're shooter. Ki- you're still killing people. You are, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, granted, they're in funny costumes. You know that that you can relate to. That you find fun, like Iron Man and all this stuff. But you still end up eventually. You don't see blood or stuff like that. But, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know what I mean? You still have a house point. I think when they I are two kid, different games, you know, but they are the same idea. Yeah, like, I, I think when we were kids and, you know, we were playing games like GoldenEye 007 and. You know, again, they were shooting games and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, you video know, games itself. Yeah, I that. question whether or not I should have been playing those games at the time. But I, I don't know. It's It's a bigger conversation. I think. It's one thing to be isolated in a in a single player game like that where you know you're not talking with other people in the community, but then you gotta if we're talking about a six year old like Call of Duty, everybody's playing it online. Yeah, that's that's where it's played. Yeah, and for sure. I just don't know if that's a, a, a an environment that you really want to be bringing a child. Yeah, it's not an environment I want to be in. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sensitive. Um, no, um, but like I don't know. It's weird because like it's just such a because like i was watching a video like when the riots were happening earlier this year sure sure in the states and like when they brought in the national guard you saw guys just mm-hmm. going up like what is that so an mk47 yeah, yeah. all right i'll see you in the gula like just making it like a joke of it i'm like yeah you're not realizing the fact that there's a national guard on your streets where people are pointing guns at your own citizens yeah like that's anyways that's a whole different story but like yeah that just tells you how desensitized these games are making people yeah, feel like. Yeah. So that's why, luckily, I mean, the one of the better things that came out of this pandemic is that people aren't getting shot at, you know, in big mass events because in the States right now, because there aren't big mass gatherings. There still are, but they're not getting as, you know, as bad. But I mean, I can't, I shouldn't just point out the States. I mean, it happens all over the world, but I don't know. These games, like, I don't care for Call of Duty. I know everyone wants me to play it, and I will play it eventually once I get my streaming life set up. But uh, I don't know. I think there's better ways, better things to do, better ways, better games to play online. I still hate online gaming. So for that one, (laughs) for that point, 
of that. There are people who play it all for 24-7. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, all the free time is played on these games, so they destroy you. And you and you don't have time to do anything, like especially in Fortnite. You and I mean, I that's even... where it, that's where you have games that do good matchmaking, and they'll partner you up with people that are of similar skill level, and they'll give you like a, a decent a challenge. And then there's games that just drop you into the thick of it, and you just yeah, you know, again, you got to get good. <laughs> wow. That's not how we can't get good if you get shot in the first five seconds. Yeah, um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Online game. What's <laughs> uh, some of our final news here for today? Um, uh, Fortnite, actually, uh, speaking of Fortnite, they are getting an Among Us style mode. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things about Fortnite. They always know they, they do everything possible to stay relevant. You know, uh, the game did not start off as a battle royale game. It adapted with after the popularity of of PUBG. Uh, they got into, into battle royale and suddenly, you know, blew up became the biggest game in the world uh, among us recently taking some of that steam away it's it's gotten some attention and lo and behold here's fortnite shooting in how do you feel about this what do you think hey if it's gonna make the money do it and if it's not gonna and like you know what i mean like if it's gonna get people to move away from us like that style of gaming into a different kind of gaming sure you know i don't know how much of among us they're gonna bring into it you know what i mean like no, Are they I, gonna bring I in that murdery mystery kind of thing. But, well, I think uh, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, the basic premise of you know you've got a, a bit of a murder mystery. You don't know who the murderer is and who you're working with, and I think that's the general concept. But it remains to be seen. We'll have to check it out when the time comes. It's funny that Fortnite's still not in the. Uh, they still haven't dealt with Apple yet, and I don't think they ever will. I guess, but it's interesting. Well, it's, it's one of those things. They were trying to position themselves as, as the little guy and uh, representing the small guys. And when in reality, they're arguably the biggest possible guy to be going up against a big company like Apple. And it's just, it, it's, it's a little ironic. Yeah. I mean, I don't need it on my phone, but I just find it funny that they still, yeah. they tried to go against quote unquote, the man. Yeah. And they lost. Well, they never lost because people are still playing it on their other systems, sure, but like, sure. I'm sure they were still mobile. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, group of people that played it and yeah. now can't. Yeah, placed on Apple. Last bit of news that I got today, anyway. I don't know if Alex, if you got anything else. Uh, Oculus Quest Two, which uh, we did an unboxing video uh, several weeks ago now. Um, the Elite Strap that had been uh, removed from from the Oculus Store, you, it was hard to buy uh, because of some issues where the head strap was cracking. Uh, it is officially back in stock, and uh, Oculus has released an update saying they now have a two year warranty uh originally it came with a, a single one-year warranty uh they now have a two-year warranty saying that it was just a small small percentage of owners who dealt with this uh this cracking headset uh i'm really genuinely curious did they make any changes did they reinforce it at all or is was it really just a overblown issue that uh <laughs> now they have to create a extended warranty for what are your thoughts I mean, if it's broken once, it's going to happen again to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I, I guess for it's me, also about taking care of your own equipment in a sense, right? Like, yeah, if it's I, a faulty I, situation, <laughs> if it's on Oculus, like if it's their fault, then yeah, sure. Be putting it out, yeah. should be giving it to people. But if it's on the customer's fault that are just, because well, I can't assume I that. Like, Remember when the Nintendo Wii came out and everybody was talking about how, oh, the wrist straps, they break and your your Wii remote flies into your TV. I, in the entire time from the launch of that system to the day I, I stopped playing it, 
never once changed the original stock wrist straps. Yeah. And I never had a problem. And I, I well, just like, like scratch my head as to like, was this ever really a problem? Like, yes, Nintendo ended up releasing a an improved wrist strap that had a thicker nylon uh, uh, string to hold it on to the Wii remote. But like, my question <laughs> is like, I think that was how did people. like all the testers, all the influencers that got it for free, didn't witness this problem until after sure. launch? Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like if this was an issue with anything, it should have been fixed then. Mm-hmm. But then again, you have to also say, like, go back to the Cyberpunk thing. Why didn't anybody notice it then, right? Well, and, and here's the thing but, with Cyberpunk. Um, the, the the testers weren't allowed to share or talk about the console version. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it but, makes perfect sense based on what happened. Well, yeah, 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 that makes sense. But let me, like, you would think they would have done that. We won't go back down the Cyberpunk <laughs> world. It's just that idea is like, okay, you've had enough people try it. Yeah. How is this not an issue now? So this is obviously a consumer issue yep. where the person, people who own it are breaking it. Oh, Granted, yeah. you're saving your own bucks, not getting any suits or anything, like lawsuits or whatever, by bringing this out. But try to more protective. It as a bigger issue than just you being careless. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. use your use your brain. Yeah. They're not using your brain, as my boss would say. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, uh, that's all the news I got for today. Is there any last uh, words you had to share? Uh, News-wise, no, there's not much. I mean, I just finished the show uh, Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. You know, it's pretty good. If you like Doctor Who and that kind of stuff, I'd say give it a shot. Um, some tr- backstory there is uh, it's uh, produced and written by, I don't know if it's written by actually, but produced by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, Nick Frost actually and Simon Pegg are both in the show. Nick Frost is the actual star of the show. Um, the idea of the show is that he's a cable guy. He works for a cable network, and uh, but he also on the side runs a paranormal YouTube show called True Seekers. It's actually a lot of fun, and he runs into a bunch of characters, and like uh, we gets to do partner, and it's like this girl starts seeing ghosts and stuff. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's I'd say give it a shot. If you like Simon Pegg, you like Nick Frost, give it a go. It's got a little bit of a horror aspect to it, but yeah, I don't watch those kind of horror shows, but it's still it's still fun. Um, I don't really have much more to watch. <laughs> I Actually, keep speaking of Doctor shows. Who, though, uh, we've got the holiday specials coming up on New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of annoying that it's on New Year's Day. But the that's Revolution fine. of the Daleks. Yeah, so I haven't finished this late, the last season. Oh, you got to catch up. I know, I know. I've just been dropping the ball on that one. I even had, I, I, I was watching it and then I just stopped for some reason. I don't know. Something <laughs> must have came out. I think I was watching it right when the summer ended, when all the new TV shows were coming out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I kind of got distracted and just kind of lost weight about it a bit, a bit. But I'll sure. get there. I don't have any problem with, you know. Uh... uh... big thing uh, that is coming no- uh recent doctor who news have you heard is it the two companions are leaving the ninth doctor will be returning in an episode hmm. so we are going to be like oh, the actually, real ninth sorry, doctor sorry. or story ninth yeah doctor. christopher eccleston okay has shared the first look at his doctor who return uh, so earlier this year it was announced that uh 
uh, Christopher Eccleston would be returning as the ninth doctor in a, Oh, in a 12 part audio series. So it will not be. Yeah. The, don't get spoiled by those TV things. Show. That happens all ah, the time. Ah, I see it on ah, Facebook all the time. Oh, doctor ah, or David Tennant. And, and, uh, that's such a, tease. he's coming back as the doctor. I'm like, no, he's not. Don't lie to me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where Doctor Who keeps going. Like yeah. how much longer? How much longer? Long, like how much longer it can survive? Sure. In today's in today's TV climate, because like if it keeps the style it's going, I don't see it surviving much longer. I just, I mean, maybe in the BBC, like in the in the UK, maybe. I feel like the uh, draw of Doctor Who has kind of slowed down. Yeah. Um, oh, like yeah. Since, much... since Matt Smith walked away, it very much lost its the momentum it had. It had a bit of a momentum like three years ago when they switched over to Jodie Whittaker, bringing her back, just because she was because of the whole aspect of having a woman doctor. Yeah. Um, brought some you know new new viewers, new thing. Like I enjoyed uh, all the doctors so far. I haven't really had an issue with any of them. I mean, they all have their own version and how dark it is and how dirty it is. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Jody's. I still just haven't really having fun with her. I think she's been. I mean, she's good fun. So far. I just. I can't. I just. I don't know. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not mad about it, but I'm not overly excited about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just a happy medium, I guess. Maybe that's not all it is. <laughs> Fair huh. enough. I haven't uh, watched enough of her quirkiness, I guess, really to get it. Yeah. I'm also you know eating what? Oreos right now, so deal with it. Ah, oh, you're eating Oreos? Do you Man. like do you open them or do you just eat them full? Because I have a big mouth, so I just eat them full. Are you a monster? Part of the whole joy of getting an Oreo is that you get to oh, twist it off. You can't call me a monster. I see what you do with your burgers. I reconstruct I sent you photo evidence as to why That's I That's because you ordered the burgers. wrong goddamn burger. You have to know <laughs> what you gotta order here. You're ordering burgers that aren't meant to fit the patty. So they get I mean, that are stealing your money. You always get the junior. The only burger you buy from McDonald's that you should buy is either the Big Mac or the Quarter Pounder. Anything else, you get the smaller versions of them because the buns aren't meant for that. All right, I am Jones in for some Fall Guys playtime. I think it's yeah, uh, good enough time to end it off here, and I'm gonna probably grab uh, uh, some cookies along the way as well. So, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Yeah, and uh, we will catch you uh, next week. If there's anything you'd like to like talk us tell us uh, talk about, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know because we can always use it in like what we you want to hear. So, let us yeah, know. Words. Talk to you soon. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, I know. I'm on my way out of that. Bye. Bye.